This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight, part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast, the podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network where we recap the series that just ended, preview the series that's about to start so you can feel prepped and satisfied for everything Red Sox. Uh, I'm your host, Keaton Grosher, joined as always by Shelly Verstraight. Shelly, this series didn't exactly go the way we wanted it to, did it? Uh, no. No, it did not. Um, not at all. Uh, we were the losers um, with the battle against Kansas City, and that does not feel great. Not great at all. No. Did not go up against uh, quality pitching and uh, no. really failed to take advantage of it. But <laughs> uh, if we can take small victories... Tampa did even worse, and so here we go. Red Sox sit tied for first with Tampa, even after dropping two out of three to Kansas City. Yeah, sometimes things go well when it doesn't go well. Yeah, and just in time for a three-game series against Tampa, which we will preview. But first, recap, Kansas City, game one. Nick Pavetta versus a bullpen game for Kansas City. Uh, Kyle Zimmer and Chris Bubik. Lost 5-3. Red Sox unable to capitalize on that. The Royals hit Pavetta hard. Uh, five innings of work. He struck out six, walked three, but gave up six hits and three in runs. Uh, not exactly a great outing. Uh, now we've seen, much like Martin Perez, Nick Pavetta put a, a couple stinkers in a row. Uh, where's your panic meter with Nick Pavetta now? Yeah, it still feels kind of the same where I'm just like, yeah, it's probably going to go haywire here quickly. I mean, at least with, like, Perez, um, at least he had, like, um, you know, bigger offenses outside of Kansas City to deal with. Because I know that Perez had, uh, you know, a double dip of the Astros, right? And they're definitely much better um, than uh, Kansas City, so... Yeah, I, I I'm not feeling I'm not I'm not feeling too great. Um, yeah, the back end of this starting rotation is really starting to kind of, uh, you know, uh, really uh, show their feathers, and I don't like those feathers. Yeah, I mean, we kind of thought this was going to be the case, right? We figured they'd be inconsistent yeah. and have some runs, but they just put up such a positive outcome for so long 
thought it was like, wow, maybe we escaped it. But that's no, coming back down to earth. Matt Andres followed. Uh, he went two innings and gave up another two runs. The offense just couldn't recover from there. Matt Andres, after having a really, really awesome like first month of the season, has not been good. Where are you at with Matt Andres? Um, I'm not in a good place. Um, I really, whenever he comes in, I am scared, and I just really want to turn the game off. Um, <laughs> because he hasn't looked good, and he doesn't really strike a lot of guys out he gives up a lot of hard hits gives up a lot of runs it's 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 not good all i want to say to matt andrews is like i want to say thank you uh for you know showing whitlock i think it was like a change up or something like a different type of grip um that whitlock has been using um this year and i just want to say thank you for your services making whitlock like a really really uh even better pitcher um, but I would really, I wouldn't mind not seeing him on the team anymore. Yeah, I'm with you. He was actually, uh, I think it was two roundtables ago. Uh, the question was, like, when do you call up Jaron Duran? Uh, and my response was ASAP and DFA Andres. Yeah. So I still feel, still feel that way. <laughs> yep. Um, Red Sox at the plate. Really good day from Christian Vasquez. Went three for four. Alex Verdugo, two for five. Red Sox actually out hit Kansas City eleven to ten, but they stranded seventeen runners, and that's not going to do it. So Red Sox take the loss. Yep. Game two, Martin Perez versus Brad Keller. Perez was okay. Five innings of work, struck out three, only gave up three hits. Uh, bit of a backwards outing for him but that's kind of what we've seen just weird outings having success uh do you feel better about this outing after he put up a couple real stinkers uh or is this still kind of what you expected um i guess maybe what i expected um uh, this is kind of like a kind of what i expected like a typical martin perez outing where he'll go about five six innings you know, he won't strike out too many guys, but he won't give up too many hits. He won't give up too many runs. I'm okay with that. If, like, that's your fifth guy, that's that's totally fine. Um, and I'm just glad that he kind of, kind of sort of got back on his feet um, on a, you know, a not a lethal offense when it comes to Kansas City. So it was, it was okay. It's what I expected. And, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Uh, five innings and like one and two runs has really been kind of his mo, and it feels like that's achievable yeah. uh, with the way that he pitches. So it feels good to have him right the ship a bit after a couple wobbly outings because this pitching staff really needs it. So it was nice to see that from him, and hopefully, he can keep that going. Yep. Following him was Garrett Whitlock, Sawamura, and Workman, who didn't let up a run. Solid outing from the bullpen. Uh, combined, they gave up uh, four hits and struck out five. No walks. Bobby Bouncy Balls had himself a great day at the plate, going three for three with a three-run home run and a triple. Lots of threes. Lots <laughs> of threes. Um, Dahlbeck is now up to 214, and over the past month has been hitting like 270 with like nine homers. That's pretty good. How? Where? Where are we with Bobby Bouncy Balls? Um, 
I'm feeling better. Um, I'm feeling better. Um, I was afraid that with his um, his downturn, you know, his really big slump like a couple weeks ago, I was afraid that the Red Sox would like trade for just like the, another like first baseman and not just stick with him. Um, but Dahlbeck has really kind of turned it on just a little bit. I'm, I mean, I'm not expecting a lot of average from him, but if he can just not strike out as much and occasionally hit a home run, I am fine with that because our offense really honestly is not our problem. So, I mean, if we get Dahlbeck just hitting just a little bit more, it just boosts the bottom of that lineup just a little bit more, and I think that's all we need. So I think that he's kind of with this quote-unquote uh, kind of sort of hot streak here. He, I don't think that, uh, I'm hoping that the team doesn't focus on kind of replacing him and, you know, tries to go after some type of pitching because, gosh darn it, we need it. <laughs> yeah, sure do. Um, having a guy like that at the bottom of the order, though, can really kind of change how the rest of the bottom of the order gets pitched too, and that can kind of open up some opportunities for those other guys down there. So I think having him perform well is a really big thing for just the lineup as a whole. So yeah, good to see that kind of getting going. So the Red Sox take the win, 7-1 in Game 2. Game 3 happened today. Nathan Evaldi versus uh, Mike, Mike Miner? Mike Miner. Yep. Um. Evaldi looked good in the first inning, really good in the first inning, uh, and then not so much after that. Struggled to get through four, gave up seven hits, four runs, three earned, only struck out four, walked one uh, through 87 pitches. What's your feel for that Evaldi start? Um, Not great, Bob. Not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that first inning went uh, extremely well, so I'm like, okay, we got a good Evaldi start going here. Um, but then after that, it looked really bad. Um, and I, uh, Eovaldi, as much as I, 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 I love to watch him pitch, there are times during the season where he's extremely hittable. Um, he just is not good. Um, and, uh, that's right now. Um, and I'm very scared. I'm very scared because we don't have the starting pitching depth to kind of, weather an Eovaldi kind of shakiness so I'm 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 not in a good place Keaton I'm not in a good place yeah I think I'm with you on this one too um I mean we, we just we've seen a lot of Evaldi just not being successful pitching to contact it's just yeah. not something that he can do mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it was just kind of was uh expanded because this was not a good offense that they faced at all no. And they really jumped all over the Red Sox pitching. And a guy like Evaldi, this was the perfect chance for him to have a really solid outing uh, launching into this grueling three weeks against Tampa, New York, and uh, Toronto. He's going to need to ride himself quick here if yep. they're going to be successful and start to kind of really either separate themselves from everybody or keep pace with Tampa. So I'm worried about it. Yep. Worried about it. And things just got worse. Uh, there was a scary collision between Christian Arroyo, Kike Hernandez. Arroyo had to be helped off the field. Kevin Ploiecki also left the game with hamstring tightness. And Cora said out of Arroyo and Ploiecki, Ploiecki was most likely headed to the IL. Um, 
Guys dropping like flies, pitching struggling. This is exactly the way you want to be headed into a first place battle with Tampa, right? Oh, totally, totally. Oh, jeez, man! Like this game was just awful. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what we're gonna do. I, I'm definitely more concerned about the catching situation, right? Uh, because I mean, we don't have a lot of uh, catchers in our uh, system. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe Connor Wong would be the call up, but that seems it's kind of a big jump, right? Exactly, but we don't really have any other catchers. I don't think really that I would want to put there. But it's like I I I don't know what we're going to do there. And Vasquez has looked kind of uh, a little sketchy too. Um, but then also losing Arroyo and possibly you know uh, Kike like those. Oh, I, I I don't know. It was it was not a good game. I didn't have a good um, afternoon. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, Darwin Hernandez and Yaxel Rios gave up runs, and Dries finished off the last two innings. Didn't give up a run. Gave up a couple hits. Struck out one. And there you had it. Kansas City wins seven to three. Takes the series three games or two games to one. Uh, and the Red Sox sit tied with Tampa. Uh, Bobby Dalbeck, another two hit game. Kiki Hernandez had two hits. JD Martinez had two hits. MVP of the series. <sighs> Do I have to pick someone? Because it was a, not a good series. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I suppose you don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I'll go with Verdugo. Um, he had, you know, a couple multi-hit games. Uh, definitely a lot of hard-hit balls. Um, I guess I'll go with him. But honestly, I don't want to bestow um, an MVP to anyone on this team currently. I think Dahlbach did all right. Uh, five I'm for cool seven. Yeah. Five for seven with a handful of extra base hits, the three-run homer. Love it. He had a good day. Good good series. Good couple days. Yeah. All righty. We will take a quick break here, and we will come right back and preview big first-place clash with Tampa. All righty. Uh, as I've said a couple times, Red Sox now currently tied with Tampa at 43-29 and 29 first place. Four and a half games ahead of the Yankees. Seven ahead of the Blue Jays, nineteen and a half ahead of Baltimore. Um, I don't know why I just get a chuckle tossing them in there, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> got to take your small victories where you can when you yeah. drop a series to Kansas City. Uh, all right, pitching matchups here. We got Erod versus Rich Hill in Game One. Erod in three starts in June has an eight point three six ERA. Um, strikeouts looked back in his previous outing. Struck out eight, walked one, uh, but was way too hittable. Uh, what does he need to do to keep the Red Sox in this game? Um, I honestly, I don't know. I, I am so scared for this start. Um, Erod has not looked good for a couple of months now, and I don't really know what is up. I mean, his velocity is fine. His spin rates are fine. I don't know. Maybe it's a, a pitch mix thing, but honestly, he's not really fooling anyone. He looks so hitterish at even when he's like on the mound like he doesn't look confident like when Erod is going he looks totally I'm just gonna strike you out or whatever and he doesn't look confident on the mound and when he doesn't look confident on the mound I am not confident in him so I'm very scared about the start to be honest 
Yeah, I'm with you. This is a, also a much different offense than uh, the Red Sox had faced in their previous handful of series. I think they've got two series against Tampa down already. Uh, Tampa's offense started incredibly slow, uh, and they have now been on a tear, and they are ranked uh, fifth in all of Major League Baseball, uh, now ahead of the Red Sox offense at sixth. So this is kind of like a perfect storm for Erod. He's struggling, and their offense is on a tear. Doesn't give you a good feeling. No. Uh, on the other side, Rich Hill, he's stumbled in his previous two starts, giving up four runs. Uh, can the Red Sox offense take advantage of uh, old friend Rich Hill here? I hope so. Um, Rich Hill, I can never get a good feel on him. He's either... Uh, really great or really bad. I'm yep. hoping for a bad Rich Hill as much as I love Rich Hill. Um, but I could definitely see Rich Hill coming out and dominating this offense as well. Yeah, I'm not really feeling good about this first matchup against the Rays. No, this is going to be real tough. Yeah. Uh, in the next matchup, we have Garrett Richards versus Ryan Yarbrough. Uh, Garrett Richards, we talked about in his last start. We're we're both a little worried about that. And then again, uh, not a great sign to see his spin rates and effectiveness down significantly while the Red Sox or the Rays' offense is on a tear. Uh, what's your what's your panic meter at for this particular start here for Garrett Richards? Um, it is in the red zone. Um, I <laughs> yeah. Um, it just kind of just. Seeing how Richards has been just kind of like totally changing his pitch mix and kind of things that he has been saying, it, I am I am very scared. I mean, he's going very uh, fastball heavy. Uh, it's kind of almost towards like just a one pitch pitcher, and that is extreme. I I am very 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 scared um, about uh, Richards. Um, because of just how he's utilizing his pitches right now. I am right there with you. Uh, Ryan Yarbrough has been his typical self, uh, not walking anybody, limiting contact. Uh, Not the type of pitcher that the Red Sox want to see right now uh, with the offense kind of struggling a bit. Um, What can the Red Sox offense do to take advantage of Yarbrough? I mean, they're not... uh, a great walking team. <laughs> They're very aggressive, um, which is kind of where Yarbrough thrives and pitching to contact really well. It seems like this is the kind of pitcher that can limit the Red Sox offense into just about nothing. Uh, yeah, exactly. You are exactly correct. Uh, this team is very aggressive, uh, but Yarbrough has been, you know, is, you know, can usually keep, uh, you know, the exit velocities and, uh, exit velocity is low, and also the launch angle is low. Like he gets a lot of, lot of ground balls. Um, so we could really struggle here. Uh, yeah, I am. Oh, jeez, I am not liking this matchup against the Rays, and it scares me. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Wrapping it up, Nick Pavetta versus Michael Waka. Um, this could kind of go in any direction. Michael Waka is having a terrible year, uh, and Pavetta has been bad to okay <laughs> his previous handful of starts. So yeah. uh, I don't really know which way this one goes. This one's kind of a wild card to me. 
Uh, yeah, this is definitely um, a coin flip here. Um, I, yeah, Waka. I, 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 I think that our offense can get to Waka. Uh, but then when it comes to Pavetta, uh, who who knows? Uh, you never know what you're gonna get with Pavetta. Like that is like that is what makes whenever you watch Pavetta very interesting because you never know what you're gonna get with him. Um, but yeah, um, I I'm not feeling great about this series, Keaton against the Rays. Like I'm, yep, nope, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I feel like so. My prediction for the series is, is I think they're gonna go. One and two, I think I just feel like because baseball is weird, they'll they'll get one. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't feel like a series that they will be super competitive. Yep, yep. I I I agree with you. Um, I think that we'll, you know, kind of eke out a win somewhere. Um, but it's it's not gonna look. Uh, it's not gonna be pretty. It's not gonna be pretty. Nope. Uh, prediction for MVP. Um, I don't know. Um, I'll go with, I'll go with Verdugo. Like, he was hitting well in Kansas City. So, I, I think that he'll put, you know, um, some, you know, some hits together and do some things. I'm gonna go with Renfro with a nice little revenge series. Oh, I'd love that. I hope. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just trying to speak that one into existence, but... (laughs) Alrighty, that's going to do it for us. You can find both of us at Over the Monster, where we participate in roundtables, occasionally write some articles and such. You can find us both on Twitter. You can find me at Spoken Geats. You can find Shelly at Shelly V underscore 643. That is going to do it for us. Thanks for listening. We will be back next week with a preview of the Yankees. 